At Pew Talk Podcast, we know that faith starts in the home. We also know that it can be difficult to take what we hear on Sunday and live it out in our homes the rest of the week. That's because information alone doesn't lead to growth and change. But information that's reflected on and put into practice is much more likely to lead to growth and change. Join us as we hear God's Word, reflect on it, and give practical starting points to help you live out your faith in your family and in your community. Everybody. Hi, hi, hello. Hi, hello. hi, hello. Should we rearrange people? Let's, I'll put, uh, I'll put no, I look good. I, I want to be by my wife. Okay. Hi, my Susie. beautiful bride. Oh. And we'll move you here. Yeah. Is that better? Aww. Yeah. Aww. Hi, friends. Hi. Hello. Our podcast audio only people are probably really confused right now. Like going what? Yeah. That's you know right. what? I'm they confused heard me go insane. Most every day. Mm-hmm. They did hear me go insane. Go insane. Yeah, go Paul was. insane. Grow some glitter. Get rain. <laughs> I just it's for what Anthony. It's for Anthony. Well, Kesha. Well, throwing a we little know Kesha. How it feels about Kesha. You do. You do. Is that the dollar <laughs> sign chick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she, he only he only listens to this when he has to like. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat my max on. Yeah, new max. Give me some Kesha. If he's going, is that a real song? Yeah. Oh, it is. I had yeah. no idea. Uh, no. Come on, get with the get with the later. times. You know, I listen to a lot a of song? different types of music. Yeah. Stacy is over here just I've, spitting out straight lyrics on the spot. Like made that up, and I was. I was like, hey, that's pretty good. Oh no, I'm not as cool as Kesha. <laughs> the dollar sign. Just my husband used to listen to her a lot. <laughs> Random people, you know, a lot of people are not as yeah. You you, know. you got me a Kesha CD for my birthday one year. Did pretty sure a CD. Yes, yeah, a CD. Purchased a CD for mm-hmm. a compact disc. Mm-hmm. Yep. For years, I just buy it off the Amazon. Yeah, not a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Amazon. <laughs> That'd be a cool. Sponsor. I feel like I sponsor them though. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 Anyways, okay. What's up, Kesha Hello. fans? <laughs> I went hiking for the very first time. Ever? Legit hiking, yes. What is the definition of hiking? Because I feel like hiking is just walking when you kind of go up and down every once in a while. I went to the Delicate Arches National Park in Colorado. No, no, no. Moab, Utah. And it was hot. Okay. Um, So why did you get a sweatshirt? (laughs) Because I wanted a souvenir. Oh, okay. And asked my husband, I have a sweatshirt problem. Like, I go on vacation. I collect sweatshirts. People collect spoons or shot glasses. Says, I collect sweatshirts. I don't. Sounds comfortable. So yeah. I don't collect anything. You should. <laughs> okay, Paul. <laughs> so, so talking about in vacation mode. Oh, uh, okay. You save your collections for everyday life. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I like sweatshirts. 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 Do you know those? Uh, this is gonna be weird. Well, <laughs> when is men, surprise? Not men, ever men, weird. Men, men urinals. Do you know how you sit there and they have like the part, part that comes up that usually it used to flush, but now it's automatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like this one piece that you can usually take off. Yeah. Just say steal though. Well, when I was a kid, I used when we used to go on road trips, I used to go. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, I always, thought, I always had this grand, grand thing of like putting like a uh, labels, like, oh, I got this when I was on my way to. This is from the urinal in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. It's been many moons ago. You're I mean, the reason children started stealing toilets out of schools. Yes, it was all my fault. When I was seven years old, I was like, hey, you know what? 
that caused this trend <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. And it was on the news like this this one kid digging all those <laughs> urinal things. I don't even know what they're called. The urinal things. <laughs> Technical speak right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, now since yep. the whole world knows the secret of my. Yeah. There you go. Do you still have those? No. <laughs> I returned them. Went back to each urinal. Put it back on. <laughs> Confess. Made amends. <laughs> They'd already Found fixed it. it. So I just set it on top. <laughs> Half of them were automatic already. and so, yeah. Yeah. They all replaced them with the automatic. You can't take their automatic ones off. No. Yeah, they get really mad at that. Yeah, I tried. I just That's don't good. like it when an automatic toilet goes off. While you're sitting there? While I'm sitting. And it's not like it's been an extended period of time. <laughs> all of a sudden, the toilet just flushes. I'm just like, I don't understand it. It says you need a bidet. I guess so. And sometimes that water's really cold. <laughs> <laughs> You're not just, wrong. Well, no, unless oh, I'll just shut up. <laughs> Let's no. I'll, I'll this for another time. Oh, Gerbs, are you all right? <laughs> this is up. You when, talk. Welcome when, to our conversation. Oh, I have goodness. a question. When you envisioned oh. a podcast way back when, is this how you ever saw it going? I mean, you knew who you were asking. I did know who I was asking. I've had a rough couple of days. <laughs> I, I just didn't know they would go here. I, it's been a rough couple of days. I'm going to be honest. Have you been bearing fruit? I've been eating fruit. I've, gosh. And uh, vegetables. I ate grapes. Okay. They're really good. Yeah. But you should be proud of your youngest daughter. She ate grapefruit at lunch. Ooh, the white grapefruit? That's the really white good. grapefruit. Mm-hmm. So she ate it. She is a good adventurous eater. She yeah. really was. And then she was still hungry. So I gave her carrots. She was very hungry when she got home. And too. then I gave her a ranch smiley face on her tray. Wait, how? How does she eat carrots? I guess back. They were on the salad bar. She doesn't have any. She has no front teeth. (laughs) Oh no, she doesn't. Does she? No. Maybe she just swallowed them. I don't think so. But (laughs) anyways, when you're hungry, you do what you got to do. You do. Okay. So sorry. I just a lot of kids thought they were lemons, so it was funny. And then they're like, Miss Pup, why did Miss Linda give us lemons? And I'm like, No, I think those are grapefruits. So yeah, the little kids had lemons today, but they were grapefruits. In case you were wondering, I was not. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, no problem. What's what's your favorite fruit? Watermelon, hands down. That's a hard question. Depends on the time of year. Or strawberries and the freshness. <laughs> Summer, I love strawberries. Yeah. Winter, I love grapes. I love apples in the fall. <laughs> I don't like what's, bananas what's, anymore. <laughs> what's your spring fruit? <laughs> my spring fruit. Why don't you like bananas anymore? Um, what do they ever do to you? Well, my taste and my smell went away, and they didn't come back normal. So, oh, is that the one? Like so bananas taste like, like onions worst now. Thing. I was gonna it say, like onions. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Like even in a smoothie, if I put it in with other fruit and still taste. Wow. That's too and bad. so that used to be my breakfast before my workout was banana and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Gonna have to eat I can't even choke it down. No, know? you couldn't with it tasting like that. That's miserable. What if you coated it in chocolate? <laughs> before a workout that's well, no. like all it these, used to be all peanut butter, does. but peanut butter tastes weird too. So like the combination <gasps> of them is terrible. Wow. Oh, all, that's you know too all these bad. does have the chocolate covered banana. Have, like a frozen one? Yeah. Banana. Banana. Oh banana. I don't think I'll try it. Plus plus you know you get to say B A N and N A E A Bananas. Oh, bananas. No, bananas. This, I this is bananas. I know. I can't. You can't. Bananas. Yep. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Go bananas. Anyways. Yep. Um, Sorry. Anyways, I quit. You can't have bananas. Nope. Is okay. Tomatoes. Fruit or tomato? Or They're vegetable. fruit because they have seeds. All vegetables are fruit. <laughs> 
fruits, but not all fruits are vegetables. What? Go. Classification systems. Vegetables Say are a subset of fruits. Vegetables are a subset. I'm just going to, I'm going to tap out on this. That's the one thing it's I like remember from all, sciencey stuff. All <clears throat> squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. Yep. Did I say that right? So all fruits are vegetables. Are but veg- not all no, vegetables. I, th- no. I think I said that back. All vegetables are fruits. Not all fruits are vegetables. That's what it should have been. No, a carrot is a vegetable. It is not a fruit. That's a root. Mm-hmm. Corn is a starch. <laughs> well, beans are legumes. And so right. are peas. And peanuts. So an avocado is a fruit? <laughs> yes. You asked the question. <laughs> I didn't realize we we're going to go on a science lesson here and then get confused on the way back. <laughs> All right. Well, I think Anthony is losing his patience I'm with losing us. my so energy. There's a segue. Well, we already went to segue. We were talking yeah, about fruit. 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 Mm-hmm. Anybody eat figs? Uh, a Newton. A big Newton. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how figs are pollinated? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was that kind of podcast. Right? Just... No, so like a bee has to pollinate, like to pollinate a fig, a bee has to like go inside of it, um, but it can't get out. So, <gasps> so it's it a it's a suicide mission. And so... Um, so was it in the fig? Uh-huh. This is a great... Is that what the pit so is? So there are Not dead the is there a pit bees and figs. I don't know. Well... And you just, I, like, you know, I, I won't need a Again, ever again. We're probably getting all of our science wrong today. That's Ms. okay. Wallace, That's can just you check in. the fact check. That's just what I was told. I don't actually check these things. I just out. Asked so if, if your fig has a little bit of a sting to it, you know why? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Boom. Ching. No, I don't. I don't want you. Yeah. I don't want you to tell you what the uh, Food and Drug Administration guy that I knew talked about when he inspected fig newtons. I came across the scene. Because are oh, you making that up? No, but it was back in the '90s, so who knows what it's like now? Well, that's like there's bugs and the, rice. Yeah, the only figs I eat are were from fig newtons. I won't ever eat a fig again. Does anybody even know what a fig looks? Like. It's a really ugly looking. Oh yes, I do. And you open up, it's like purple in the inside. It's like I pear look look it Yes. You know, I Go. No you guys talk. talk okay. Guys. So selves. Let's talk amongst ours. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Stacy, read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> We are focused. We are focused. Do you want me to read it? It's not very long. Hold on a second. Because we're talking about I'm the fig. A fig. We're talking about the fig tree, right? The barren fig tree. Show, Let's show us a tree. Hear. Show us what the tree I looks like. I think it's like kind of like pearish. It's like a purpley looking thing. I think I'm confusing like figs and yeah, dates. Yeah, that. Yep, oh, yeah. I thought that was a date. So what does a date look like? No, a date <laughs> looks like a really <laughs> big raisin. Yeah, you ever seen a California raisin? And it's only the dried for. Oh, yes. Okay, I know. But, but those were California dates, not raisins. Sure. They sang I, a I don't song. think I've ever. I don't so think that's I've ever. what a date looks like. Like it looks like a big raisin. Yes, but that is what it actually. That's how it actually grows. Yes, it's not dry. I've never no. seen this before. That's a fig. I've heard of figs. Fig. I've heard of fig newtons. Yeah. They, now, these things remind me of pomegranates. So where's the bee? <laughs> <laughs> Inside, it's just all mushed in there. It just grows into it. That little spot at the bottom. Well, it decomposes. That's what makes. Yeah, it. and then when you eat it and you go crunch, crunch, crunch. Uh huh. What does a fig tree look like? I don't know, but <laughs> a big one. Anyways, oh actually. And just so you're, just so you know, figs are not technically fruit; they're inverted flowers, according to what the Google. So that's saying, what you're saying is the Bible's wrong, <laughs> and that um, is why the bee such, gets confused. They require a specific kind of pollination that can only come from fig wasps, wasps that have to die inside the fruit in order for the fruit to mature. So it says, it just says it's fruit right there. So it's a, yeah, I, yeah this says, darn it. That's, but that's like so you're saying the Bible's like, right. Is, All right, the fruit of this tree. The pro- Produce of the tree. This is what it produces. Yes. Yeah. So that's, yeah, the fruit of the tree. Not necessarily that it is a fruit, but that it produces figs. Figs. Fruit. <laughs> I, I was called a fruit once because I didn't drink bush light. <laughs> <laughs>
gross. I just want to tell you that. I mean, uh, every time I hear, every time I, every time I hear the word fruit, I think of this conversation <laughs> I have with the guy. He's like, "You're such a fruit." I'm like, "Why?" Because you don't drink Bush Light. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Things that matter. I know. Well, this is where the conversation is going. Okay. Okay. Um, these are figs. There's figs. Great. Let's, Great. Let's, let's read about. Let's, let's read about Jesus and figs. All right. I read in Luke 13, 6 to nine, and he, Jesus, told this parable: A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, look, for three years now I've come seeking fruit on this fig tree and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and put on manure. Then if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. <laughs> it seems like such I think a random he, did parable. Did you put words in there? No. Because he's like, see, see, see was, here, look, <laughs> I've been fooling around with this tree. <laughs> look, I've come to see well, and, the, the fruit. And it doesn't, doesn't talk at all about manure uh just says no. fertilize it good old esv just throws manure on it and this is esv today if i had my niv i forgot watch. my bible are you on NIV? watch NIV, yeah. i'm on the esv but you could okay. i could but it i chose it doesn't matter girl. you guys all tell me that you like the esv so no i didn't say that Anyways. i'm so far away yes. from you stacy there now i feel Oh, sometimes <laughs> you know what you when know. you're in a pew oh yay oh <laughs> you all. yay sometimes when you're in a pew your conversations aren't as focused as other times it's true this is very true today is that, one of those that times was the origin of you talk was <laughs> three of us in the pew talking about very random and on things, things. <laughs> yeah that is true okay so figs uh-huh. bearing so figs. fruit uh-huh. i mean it's very do it oh. bear fruit <laughs> The Here end. is my Bye. do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Bear fruit. Don't forget, you're gonna look like this after you're done. <laughs> I look like that every day. Let's just an inverted, inverted, inverted flower. flower. Okay, let's get serious. So, is Why God are we purple saying, and red inside? No, I just have a question though. Is God saying if it doesn't produce anything, just cut it down and Jesus is the one that wants to save it? Yep. Why? Because these Jews have not been following God for a long time and he's kind of tired of people claiming to be his followers and not, and doing, not doing anything. Okay, that sounded harsh how that came out and it didn't mean it that no. way. Well, it, but the more that you read the parables, the more harsh they can seem. If you scroll <laughs> up a little bit, it says repent or die um yes i mean really like the the main you know chapter nine the uh the title and that title is not written by jesus uh it's written by editors but it says repent or perish well this little blurb that i found and i don't i shouldn't even do this but i'm going to it says god is willing to forgive and is patient the good news from this story is god the master gardener is merciful and willing to forgive he is patient but his patience will run out neither you nor I want to be on the receiving end of the axe. It's better to repent and turn from the sins that are preventing us from living fully for Christ before his patience runs out. So I read that and I'm like, does his patience really run out? I know that we don't live to the best that we can, you know, because there's sin in life and you're just going to sin. That's just how it, that's just how this all works out. But I'm so confused because I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, this isn't saying that like, oh, you sinned three times. Now Jesus hates you. Well, no. And I'm not um, I'm not necessarily saying that. It's more along the lines of, you know, we talk about it's not about your righteous works. It's not about all your good deeds, you know. And if Jesus died for us, then I feel like patience for that could never run out. So that's where 
I'm like, could your patients run out? I'm like, you've done a lot for us. So that's... I think there's a difference here between <clears throat> his patients with believers in our sinfulness and his patients with the unbelieving people who are claiming to do works in his name. <laughs> I'm not really submitting my heart to you. I say I'm a religious person and I want to look good, but my heart is not really there. Gotcha. Well, and I, it's, it's a parable that applies to all of us, but it's also specifically at that time aimed at the Jewish nation that was in power, and particularly the Pharisees. Because the verbiage says, you know, I've, I've been tending to this tree for three years. Jesus was walking, his ministry starts, and from the time it starts to the time he's crucified and rises again, it's three years. And so you'll notice throughout those three years, he has many showdowns with the Pharisees where they battle back and forth. They want to disprove him. He, of course, you know, speaks God's truth. And I think there, I'm not saying this is the whole message of it, but I think there's a layer of God doesn't have, God only has so much patience for when you, when there's active blocking of his word. He wants his gospel to be heard to the whole world. And Jesus was brought so that not only the Jews, but the whole world could believe in him. Yeah. So like in the Old Testament, the actual, the Hebrew idiom there is that he has a long nose. Um, uh, yeah, uh, he's Pinocchio, um, but not because he lies. Uh, but like uh, he just has like tolerance. It's just there's a long time before his anger comes. So he has this long and the, the phrase there is long nose, um, the long nose of God. Uh, but like so that's a very different picture than I, I know. Ever. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, oh, so long. What... <laughs> you've heard long suffering. Like, yes. Um, but that's yeah um but like in you know so if you look at let's look at pharaoh right with with in the old testament right we you know if you read towards the end of that uh, of the um of the plagues you know you'll you'll read that god hardened pharaoh's heart um and everybody gets like god chose him to go to hell and no if you look at the first five parables it keeps saying that pharaoh's heart had a hard heart pharaoh hardened his heart pharaoh's heart was hardened um and so eventually god just says all right if if this is what you're going to do if you're if you're going to rebel against me i am going to let you be in your rebellion um and i'm there's not like there's nothing i can say to save you well god could yeah like um god's just god's not going to save you if you're like going completely i say that but they did that exact same thing with paul right um paul's like saul paul is is like directly going against god directly going against like murdering people and <clears throat> god's like yeah i need you now you're on my team here we go um so but but there's just this eventually god just will give let you give you over to your sinfulness but again that is geared towards it's not geared towards Lacey, who's right. trying to do it and stumbles or i who tries to live a, a life pleasing to God and stumble. This is to the person who has no real need for God. Um, and even, right, even though this is written to the Jews, so they wouldn't say, I have no need for God, but the way that a lot of them are acting is as though they have no need for God. And so this could be written towards the people who claim to be Christian, but don't bear any fruit in that. It's um, a big pretty tree with leaves. I look good, but there's nothing of value coming off it. Yeah. It's a facade. Mm, that's a good word. I like that word. word. Well, a lot of people like to mirror the fancy. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to use metaphor. I mean, use, use the clothes of it, but not yeah. really. right. You want all the benefits, but none of the hardship that goes with. Well, it. Wait, 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 yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I love the idea of, of Christ, but the actual following in his in his yeah. word and his wisdom. Right. That's like, well, but that that's really what I'm saying. Right. When I my God do that. Right. The I didn't read the terms and conditions when I signed up for this, Christian. Yes. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to check the box so I could get the download. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that, I mean, there are a lot of people who go, ooh, I like Jesus. He can give me a better life. 
that's not the reason for, but you know. Um, your life will be better, but on his terms. And well, sometimes his terms are not your terms. Well, what, yeah, dude, <laughs> sometimes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. um, but most of the time I find that once you're a Christian, you start going away from your selfish needs. Suddenly you find that your life's not that bad because you're not focused on what you feel. Single. Right. It's not me. Yes. It's you start to see things through Other God's eyes. God's eyes. And yeah. And what people need. And then you, mm-hmm. then you feel fulfilled when you are bearing food because you're seeing with the ease of others. And you're doing what you're created to do. That's the thing with a tree, right? A tree bears fruit, not because it's such a great tree, but because that's what trees do. That's what fruit trees do, right? So when we're bearing fruit, it's not because I'm such a great person because that's what I've been created to do. And when I'm when I'm doing what I've been created to do, yeah, absolutely, I feel fulfilled. Um, but it's not it's not about me. It's just I'm I'm living my purpose. Yeah, because you stop living. Yeah. Can you go to Luke six forty three to forty five? Luke. Luke 6, what? 43? For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. It almost sounded like a little Dr. Seuss-ish at the beginning. (laughs) 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 The good fruit or a bramble bush or a fig. (laughs) I like green eggs in him. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Well, when I was originally, I didn't know what part of Luke we were going into and I just typed in bear fruit and this came up. Okay. And then we read the other one. I was like, well, this is relevant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It says the word fruit in it. Yep. And figs. (laughs) Talking about trees. It's like figs. Well, and there's another, it's not so much a parable. It's something that Jesus does in the last week of his life. It, uh, at least two of the gospels tell the story of he and the disciples are at the Garden of Gethsemane um, and they come across the fig tree and it says that Jesus was hungry and he turned to the fig tree and it was it was in bloom and was supposed to be producing fruit. And when he found none, he cursed it and and, and it instantly dies. And, and he uses it as another metaphor that you know, we are supposed to be, you know, we're not just meant to look you know, like Christians we are meant to be Christians, just like a fig tree was meant to grow figs, not just sit there and look like a fig tree. Yeah, and I think the same thing is, um, what was interesting about this part, though, is that um, I guess he brings up the part of you go to get the fig tree. You're not going to a uh, thorn bush to get the fig tree. So we as Christians, we're not thorn bushes. We're supposed to be producing this good fruit that people can have access to and not having to go through these things of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull straws here. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not supposed to be work to get the fig to get the good news. In other words, is that yeah, no, um, the, or it's not. I'm not supposed to. I mean, there there could be truths that might come out that might be painful here, but ultimately, I'm talking about the actual producing of the fruit. People don't have to go and be like, I'm looking for this fruit. Let me go through all this torture to get this. So what 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 really that says is they should be able to say, Hey, you're a Christian. I kind of expect that you'd be kind to me and love me and care for me. And um, yeah, they'll know we're Christians by our love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a lot of times the that's problem is that's not the case. the case is they're like, oh, you go to church. Um, I need some help. Well, sucks to be you. Um, like we don't bear the fruit that we're supposed to be bearing. Um, and that's, that's what this, that's what this parable is about is, is to bear the fruit, um, that we're of who we are. So what do you feel like your fruit is at this moment in time today, this week, this millennium? I, was uh, <laughs> I mean, what kind of fruit are you producing right now? And, and, and what does it look like in your each of your lives tough question mm-hmm. i don't want to answer right. you, i've had a rough couple of days so my fruit feels like a crab apple <laughs> <laughs> so that's why, i'm kind of with you lacy <laughs> 
I told Anthony on the way over here, I feel like in my role as mother, really, like that's where I spend the majority of my time that I can kind of glimpse the fruit that I'm producing in my children. And right now does not seem to be a very fruitful time in our home. <laughs> I've got that like, oh man, same issue. Is this me? Like, There's, yeah. We're just dealing with a lot of things. Yeah. And it'll all work itself out because that's what I keep telling myself. And apparently that's how it goes. But um, yeah. And so I was thinking too, I mean, a fruit tree goes through cycles. It's not constantly bearing an abundance of fruit either. True. So I feel like but There are times where it gets pruned. Yes. I feel like I'm currently in a, a pruning stage. <laughs> there a we go. A fertilization and a pruning stage <laughs> in order Getting to bear more fruit pooped on later. and cut back. <laughs> I'm in a severe drought, so... Okay, well, let me rephrase the question then. Okay. <coughs> when you are producing root, what does that look? Well, like? I mean, if we're if we're supposed, to, it begs to say that if we're supposed to bear fruit, we should probably know what kind of fruit we're bearing and what that looks like in each one of our lives. Now, whether or not I'm a strawberry and you're a fig or you're a pineapple, <laughs> I like to be a pineapple. I like that. I was just thinking that. I'm like, I, I couldn't be. I like that's the one thing oh, my wife's really allergic to. Oh, that's true. Uh, but what that looks like and and how you identify whether or not you are bearing good fruit versus bearing a oh, thorn bush. Bramble berry. A bramble. <laughs> I don't know that. A bramble bush. Well, I mean, yeah. does that make, does, that, does my yeah. logic make sense? Trying, mm-hmm. What I'm trying to get to? Yeah. Why don't you I answer your it, question for us and tell us what yeah. you <laughs> Well, this is, this is the, when I think of this question, you know, kind of mm-hmm. fruit that I have, um, there's, it is a couple different things that I feel like that I do. One is I try to create a, um, a, a strong foundation for people to be able to grow. So therefore, in, even in the worship band, or make my uh, my, uh, my company that people can thrive and, and and be who they're supposed to you know be able to and, and have me support them and be like okay go do these things whether or not it's financially whether or not it is emotionally all that I'm also extremely honest to a fault that's why I was wondering about the thorn because sometimes things come up and I'll be like well you want my honest opinion because you might not like to hear that and maybe you're not ready to hear that so I have to kind of judge that sometimes because I used to be a lot more vocal and now I'm becoming coming to the Midwest for the last decade I'm just like I should probably tactful. Well, yeah, and, and there there is there's wisdom to that. Yeah. It's just there's a time and place to be forceful and a time and place not to to kind of look at the situation and go. Yeah. I try to I, I feel like I try to put clarity into stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whether or not that's mean or not. But that's the only kind of fruit that I can ever think. I don't feel like I do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so even well, but even though like you know, you said you no know, with the with the worship team and you create a place where they can grow and thrive, me but also just leading them on Sunday mornings is producing fruit because people are eating that fruit on Sunday mornings and it's, being filled. It's very bitter. It's a bitter fruit. I mean, well, especially Man. when you skip a bridge. I know. I know. Um, skip the whole bridge. That's okay, though. You were really... I followed you, you and I'm all like, into what's it. happening? Yeah, right but now? I was like, oh, he's on it, man. <laughs> then they all start laughing. What's happening? Hey, if you're going to do it, go big or go home. Oh, that's right. Well, that is me. I'll yeah. Go, yeah. But that, I mean, that's that's fruit. Um, yeah. yeah, but I don't see... I don't... Too bad. That's fruit. I know. Well, and, and I think I think that brings up a good point because sometimes we don't see the benefits of the sweetness of the fruit that we produce. Mm-hmm. Teachers are very extremely yep. knowledgeable of that situation. Is that I bear this fruit to these kids, and yet I'll never find out whether or not they liked. Yeah, until thirty years later, a, te- a kid comes back and they're like, "Man, you were my. F- you said this, and you changed my. Life. And you changed my life. And you're like, wow. And, and then wow. you're like, wow. My fruit back then was a lot more sweet than it is now. <laughs> and I'm bitter and cynical. <laughs> 
feel but you're, go ahead. that's the same with parenting. With parenting, mm-hmm. because I remember my mom always saying, "One day, one day, one day, you you will thank me. You will remember this." You know how many times that has happened? <laughs> A ton. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. full circle. Darn it, mom was right. Yep. Darn it, mom was right. But I don't know. Call your mom. Yeah. Call your mom. Yeah, just come. I feel I'm like a cherry blossom tree. I like to drop my little flowers on everybody and make everybody happy. So that's your that's your fruit. Yeah. Some people are happy with cherry blossom trees. I love cherry blossom trees. I think ours was our magna magnolia. Oh, ours is magnolia. <gasps> Those are pretty. Are so pretty. Yeah, until they it lasts poop for like all over your yard. It's like glitter. Well, and I and I guess I guess the the fruit because some of that is is interconnected with the personality that you are and how God created you. So there is a reason why. I am more open and forceful than say Stacy. Stacy is going to be kinder. It's just going to be. You're kind of like forceful. a grapefruit. It could be a little sweet or it could be a little sour. Well, and some people might confuse it for a lemon. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a time and place that you need a grapefruit, mm-hmm. and there's a time and place that you need a Stacy. <laughs> Whatever. <I do. laughs> passion fruit. I'm the Stacy. Passion fruit. <laughs> I don't think that's my fruit. No, it's probably not. <laughs> you know, I, and, and there is there's a time and place that things will happen in the office <coughs> and it will just be like, all right, the staff will be like, I just need Paul to be here, do this now because I will come in a situation and be like, this is what we're doing and just go with it. Um, well, I'm talking about what crabby customer, you know, yeah. I don't put up with that. You come in and yell at my client, my, my staff, that's not okay with it, and I'll make you sure that you know that. Yeah. You know? So it's just, I just want to make sure that I, I, when I'm looking at fruit and, and, and sometimes the fruit that you produce, I'm not even sure if you realize that it, sometimes it takes other people to really point that out so I guess that's why I'm asking have you had that self-reflection time have you sat there and went God what kind of fruit am I producing and is it the right fruit because I ask myself that question constantly because sometimes I feel like I'm being mean but I'm not but I can see the reason why I need to be mean this moment and if they don't like me I don't know what to tell you but here's the truth this is what you wanted and I'm sorry that it hurts your feelings but you need to hear it I don't do it all the time Gerber don't worry about it. I know. <laughs> But that's the, that's what I, that's what I, so I don't know. I ask again, what do you guys think your fruit is? And you don't necessarily, I just, I guess it's more of a, have you guys really sat down and thought about it? Oh, I took a breath. So you all looked at me. Yeah. I don't know. I think that I, a lot of people have told me that I like bring peace to a situation. I'm like that calming, sure presence of peace. The Easter lily. The Easter lily. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a fruit? No, but. No, but, but I can stink. be a flower. They're calming. <laughs> yeah. We can't have those in our house because they make Anthony's. <laughs> I tried to. That's no, calming. That's a <laughs> If so a dog I, I appears that, on your like, when I when I am walking with the Lord most closely, I can see that I feel that in me the peace, and I can see that influencing others too. That's probably yeah. a consistent fruit that I give others. Well, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. Because I mean, yeah. I do feel like there's a completely polar opposite energy between the two. Like, you're you're calming. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. you know, and so, but I'm not meant to be calm. It's not my fruit. It's I'm a grapefruit, apparently. <laughs> Big grapefruit. I don't know. I think it works. And Paul. You, and you're a dragon fruit. I don't know what I, I don't, am. I don't it's know. that everybody likes. Not everybody I likes. would think I would be, a, yeah, I don't know. I Probably the prickly pear. I have no idea. You're not a prickly pear. You're sweet. Prickly pears are, are sweet. sweet. Are they? You got to get past the prickles. The prickly, I don't though. know. Is that prickly? I guess I have. <laughs> 
I hate this conversation. I know, it's awkward, isn't it? I know, it? because... Yeah, talk about yourself. Yeah, well, and, and I think I think it's important, whether or not we continue this down this road, but I do think it's important that we all yeah. take an examine of what kind of fruit we're producing and actually yeah. take a look at ourselves and go, am I, God, am I actually doing the right... Am I actually producing the right fruit? Because if I'm supposed to be producing dragon fruit and I'm producing grapefruit, which I don't <laughs> even know what the difference is, because yeah. maybe there isn't. Maybe there is a, a subtle difference and it just becomes down to like, oh, well, I think it's... I need to have an adjustment here or something. Well, Did isn't Greg that what we're about fruit of the spirit in the sermon? No. no. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. It's just yeah. singular. It is one fruit of the spirit. So is that the kind of fruit we all should eat? That is, or you know, according to different. Paul, no. that fruit. The wine guy. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> That fruit is, um, if you have the spirit, you will produce that fruit. But can you say it's changing though? Like depending on maybe where you are placed or what you are doing in your life? Like, Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, looking at that whole list, like if you've ever, harvest might be a a strong term for how most of us, uh, shall we say, get fruit. But if you've ever, if you've ever picked fruit from a tree, you know that not all the apples are good on it. And there are times that in our lives, the fruit we produce, is the mushy one that the worms got to. Like, yeah. as Christians, we're not perfect at this. And so sometimes of those fruit of the Spirit, self-control is going to suffer at, at some points, and at other times patience is going to suffer uh, because ultimately we need the gardener in this parable to help us grow. Because without the gardener stepping in, this tree is dying, and the owner of the vineyard is going to chop it down. So if if we're like, man, if I could just buck up a little more and you know try a little harder, then I could produce better fruit. And there is some personal responsibility, but if we think it's all on us, then we've missed the point of the parable. Right. It's the gardener who assists the tree. And that's, yeah, and she's talking about pruning. I mean, mm-hmm. the gardener is the one that does that. We can't do that ourselves. I understand that. I get that. But, but maybe we're in the wrong soil. Mm-hmm. The gardener needs to pick us up. Sometimes you need a transplant. You know, my wife had a, a meme that she put on the online. Um, she just says that she has, a, you know, if she ever starts planting, like, endangered, endangered oh, yeah. that's where I'm going to be. I mean, in the <laughs> because you can't dig up an endangered plant so yeah. they can't find you underneath <laughs> <laughs> she has a lot of these different memes that she sends there out. was another one that was like why do you buy all these plants that just come home and die <laughs> to show you my power yeah <laughs> <laughs> what I'm capable of. But she doesn't yeah. kill plants. No, she, no, keeps she them doesn't. Alive. She's the gardener. So you're yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love you, Lori. How many plants you're are you going to awesome. buy this year? You have a new deck. She's going to buy more. <laughs> well, we don't have a new deck yet. <laughs> All it's, of them. But, but that's the like with, that's what a good gardener can do. And that's who Jesus is. Um, can take somebody that just is dead, is dying, and and bring them life. Um, I mean, you, I have no clue how to. Uh, but I, we just, I just did a, um, a funeral for um, a, a florist. Um, very you know well-known florist in the um, in the community and the plants and the flowers that she was able to produce um, based on the and, and that gardener knows this plant needs this soil this plant needs more water this plant doesn't need as much water this plant needs this extra fertilizer this plant needs to go in at this time this like knows every plant individually like a good gardener would. like a good gardener well, like does people we're all different we all need to be nourished we all need to be but different we need yeah. nourished yeah. differently some yep. of us, and then, you know, we've talked about, you know, different preferences for worship and things like that. Some people walk into a contemporary
contemporary service and go, this no. is not it. Other people walk into a traditional service and go, what, what is happening? Um, we, we need to be nourished and, and different people need to be nourished differently. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, it, it kind of makes me think of the story you told a little bit earlier on the, what the fig, big, big news. Yeah. Not so much that. Um, cause we didn't get that story. I want to hear that story. <laughs> but you know how you said when you moved to the Midwest, it was, it was, it, it worked better to not be quite as blunt in those situations. And that's one of the things my, my wife has shared. Uh, for those of you who don't know, she grew up in Arizona, uh, both growing up in the city of Phoenix and, and just in a different part of the country. Being very blunt with someone was actually considered kind and putting all this, you know, you really, you put a good effort out there. But I saw something that needs working on, like that all that front stuff of complimenting is a waste of time. Like that's like, that's not showing caring. You truly should tell people they shouldn't wear those pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I missed something. Yeah. It's okay. That's okay. I was like, is she talking Inside about my joke. Is, is she talking about the pants I'm wearing now? No, the, the, you know, Casey, the I new didn't want to sti- say anything. I but. know, this is just a whole sidebar. I hate the new style of pants that are coming out because now they're all like wide leg cropped, cut off. I'm like, those pants are stupid. So I'm I really just want to tell people you shouldn't wear those pants. They're dumb. So there we go. I use dumb and stupid on a Christian podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll send you some pictures. Pictures. Oh, please do. <laughs> I'll post some. I'm going to be waiting up at night waiting for some. Hey, it took me a lot of nerve to put on some skinny jeans, and I'm comfortable with that. There's no way I'm going to these crop oh, cut We can't go off. back. No, terrible. We've already been Sorry. there. We've lived through that. <sighs> Anyway, anyway okay. don't wear the I don't pants. know how pants Instead came of, into that. But you yeah. know, well, if you okay. if I lived in Arizona and your wife lived in Arizona, if she, she wore did. some stupid pants like that, I could be like, I'm sorry, those pants are dumb. <laughs> and you and should that not would co- wear them. And that would come across as mostly caring. If you, if you kept talking about the pants over and over again. Then that would just be mocking. Yes, that, but, that's different. So, but in the Midwest, if you just like, if you just came up to someone and just told it I, like it is <laughs> without any like, you know, hey, I understand. Like, you tried hard today, and but may you know? Can you suck less maybe tomorrow? Maybe try those yeah. pants with a different shoe. <laughs> yeah, maybe try maybe you should find the receipt way. for those. Yeah, but there is a fine line between being um, instructive criticism versus mean. Yes, and, and there there's there's lines to everything, but it's depending on where you are and what situation. It, you know, that's that's how it works in our faith life. What each person needs to thrive in their faith life is different, and and I that's what I love about this group is each of us has a different perspective just as each person listening has a different perspective you're kidding me yeah and and it's it's interest it's helped my faith life to hear how how you guys process things and and how god interacts with you i I thought i didn't know it was a comedy team over here i'm just laughing because i really was like all gung-ho i was reading so much about this parable because i was so confused and i'm feeling a lot better about it but here i am sitting talking about pants and i don't understand how I went from Jesus to pants. So there we go. That's why I'm laughing over here in my own little world. Jesus wore pants? Nope. You know, maybe it's how God... Did Jesus wear pants? Nope, he wore a dress. <laughs> they call them robes. But... Did or tunics. Pants? I just keep on thinking of in Stacey's biblical boots. Times? boots look, look at that. Look like I just think of like sandals fur? that I lace up your cold. legs. <laughs> What's wrong with my boots? I like them. Are they made for walking? I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> shut my microphone off, please. Oh, all right. <laughs> I think it's what's wrong with Everybody go bear fruit. <laughs> Who wants to pray? 
We're not done. Oh, okay. <laughs> it could be done, but we're not done. I don't know what else to say. All right, well, you asked a question. Earlier, you asked if God lost his patience. Yes. Okay, so what was the context around that? Um, will God's patience run out? Was because kind of in, in the parable. In the parable. God goes, tear down the tree because it's not bearing fruit. Right. And Jesus goes, no, chill, wait. chill out, man. Right. Chillax. One more year. Chillax. <laughs> Chillax, Dad. Yeah, that, that is the pops. exact translation right there. Chillax, Pops. Chillax. And so your question is. Does God's patience truly run out? And I just say only during tax season. That was my Right. <laughs> so no one really answered my question, but yet we answered, I answered the question. I answered the question. I know, but I'm also. Eventually, a, yes. A Christian. Like, I'm a Christian. So I think God has ginormous amounts of patience for me because I mm-hmm. am. His child. And he loves yeah. you. Right. Belong to him. But then I'm like, so that's why it was hard for me to go, does his patience really run out? Eventually, yeah. Because but that's. Not when for Jesus, me. No. But for others, and that that's for the fig tree not bearing fruit, right? And that was that was the part where I was like, oh. So that's know. so you know what that what that says. What Jesus is saying, go tell those people to wear pants. To <laughs> sorry to love Jesus. I'll stop. Um, I just ruined it. I mean, Jesus it awkward. saying, go tell those people about me, right? Um, so that they start bearing fruit, and I don't have to chop them down. No, but that's it. Just that's a very violent image if you really think about it. Like this is Amen. terrible. I'm just going to so cut you off at the root. Eternal damnation. Well, that's true. <laughs> But that's violent. Send out to the weeping and gnashing of teeth. What will happen? That's what it says. When when Jesus returns, those who belong to him will be with him. Uh-huh. And those who are not will be cast off to the, the dark darkness, where the there weep- is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Weeping, that sounds oh. weeping weird. and Sorry. gnashing of teeth. Gna- I don't even know what that means. I know what ganache is. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's not ganache. No, <laughs> it's not. And there there will be smiling. ganache in the new creation, though. I'm I'm confident of it. We can dip our fruits and veggies in it. <laughs> but not, not the good fruit that's been bared. <laughs> that's been bared? <laughs> well, you said bear good fruit, and you're like, we're going to eat this in the eternal damnation of bearing fruit, but we're not bearing those fruit. We're bearing other <laughs> Long story short. All those words fruit. were said at the podcast, just not in succinct order like that. <laughs> the- <laughs> It's again, if you go back to the other bearing fruit passage, it's about the tree and the tree. Um, and then you go to the other comrade, the vine that's connected to Jesus. Yes. And that's what caught, that's what bear, that's what gets you to be able to bear fruit is the gardener who prepares you for that or the vine that you are a branch on, uh-huh. you stay connected to. Um, so it's the ones who, the trees that get chopped down, it's not because they're not good people quote unquote it's not because they don't do good things it's because they're not connected to the gardener so they're not rooted in christ yeah there's no gardener to say give them one more year or more sunlight or water <laughs> yeah or poop here's some manure manure <laughs> i For didn't say that fertilizer the Bible jesus did the esv said he said he said he did it's an awesome kid song okay you don't know that song i can't hear her she's just that's because i was the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's a book for me. I stand alone on the word of oh God. God. The B-I-B-L-E. Bible. Yeah. Go. Jesus. Yep. Give me a J. Oh, by the way, I, I, I take your email and I reject it. Uh, good to know. My email? His email. I appreciate that. <laughs> 
little okay. bit. You were a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so how do you um, stay connected to Jesus? How do you how do you take stay connected with Jesus? Out because Greg did get, touch on this a little bit. How do you stay connected to Jesus? So therefore, you can get water, nurtured, sunlight, manure, all that jazz. You spend time in His Word. What? Yep. Like you read the things that He says to you. What? Pray. What? You like have a conversation with Him. What? You worship Him what? and you receive His gifts that He gives to you in worship. And if you're confused, you can ask friends yeah. or pastors, or you can email us and we can try to answer hmm. <laughs> or comment. <laughs> Maybe Paul won't answer and I won't answer, but these three guys usually can put sentences together. Yeah, that's not me. Uh, I can give you a smiley face. But, but yeah, so that's where like, I mean, I've, our kids, we've done the, the daily dose pretty frequently uh, every night before we go to bed. It's not every night, but lots of nights before we go to bed. Um, that's been a way to stay connected. They've been doing some memorization, um, not just for school, but doing some memory work at home. I get called out a lot because I get, I don't say it right. <laughs> Mom, that's not what it is. That was great. Last story. Last night, Bennett went and grabbed his Bible that has the catechism in the back and brought it over to you so that you could help. Mom, they're in here. Let's read them from here. <laughs> um, no, I don't remember all the commandments in order. <laughs> Anthony shakes his head at me. Hey, it's but, okay. But that's but to but to spend time connected with him. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it's better it, to be in his word and not quite grasping it perfectly than yeah. to not. That's there, the story there of my doesn't, life. There doesn't have to be, there's not this perfect formula that if you do the daily dose, your life will be perfect or whatever. And you do it the is, hokey pokey and shake yourself about. Yeah, there, there's not it's this exactly perfect formula. It is a, a, a just like, how do you have relationships with your friends? Um, you, you have, have, you have conversations. You get to know who they are. You tell them about yourself. Um, spend time together. You spend time together. You have tell them about your hopes and dreams. Ask them for help. Help that, you know, you know work with them um well and going back to the the gardening metaphor you know if you've got a dying tree you don't just all of a sudden pour like gallons of water on it and all of a sudden hope that one grand gesture is going to change it because yeah it doesn't work (laughs) it's it's often the little things that help improve over time even even reading 10 verses of scripture per night doesn't feel like you know it's it's that monumental but in fact it is and it's those little steps you take every day those baby steps as it were i love your shirts on my dresser. I was going to bring them to you. Out. They've been Darn. out for months. It's okay. No, Sorry. they've been out for a week. They were in the closet. <laughs> But it's the we're gonna bring the last counts. week. It's and those little we, steps that that get us closer. It's it feels like we should have some grand gesture, but often it's the little things. Yeah. And, and some of you might be an African violet, which doesn't like its water on its leaves. No, it doesn't. Mm. Yep, that's why I kept killing. Like I'm watering yeah. leaves. Stop watering Sorry. leaves. Sorry, I don't know. I just found that out. I mean, years ago, but I mean, yeah. Sometimes different plants require different nurturing. So don't feel like don't. I mean, in other, in other words, what's working for yeah. certain Christians or people that you might look up to is might not. You might be. An African violet versus a um, whatever these things called. Fiddle leaf fig. <laughs> yep. Hey, it's a fiddle leaf fig. Oh. Fair enough, but they it? all, but all plants need water and sunlight. And sunlight. Yeah. And so it's not just because it might not be the daily dose or whatever. You do need God's word to connect with God. You do need. Yeah. yeah I'm not saying prayer. No, I just, I just want to make sure that that gets clarified is that, well, somebody can say, well, oh, okay. Well, that means, you know, I really connect with God on the golf course. So <laughs> that's our. 
or while I'm fishing. And so that's how, well, you can pray and you can spend time in his creation. That's great. But you still need his word. You still need... Um, right of life. Yeah. Um, you need to feed on it. Yeah. So... <laughs> you just called it... Right? You just called the word... The I didn't. <laughs> Jesus. I that's what the Bible says. It's a bit <laughs> No busted fertilizer. <laughs> she and I beat it, so we're all good. Yeah. She and I beat it. Oh my gosh. All right. So go bear fruit <laughs> by staying connected to the gardener. It is now. I and I beat it, man. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. <laughs> Should we pray? Let's pray. Let's try. I want to mute us all over. Dear Jesus, uh, thank you for being our gardener. Uh, thank you for tending to us, watering us, caring for us, and helping us to bear fruit. Uh, and being that intermediary uh, that that um, that when when the Father looks at us, he can see perfection and and beauty because he sees um, the work that you have done. Uh, and so we thank you for that. Uh, we pray that you would continue to help us bear fruit by relying on you um, to um, to to care for us and by spending time in your word and staying connected to you uh, and then help us to help that fruit um, to be beneficial um, to those around us we pray this in your name amen sorry our scattered brain but, okay <laughs> that this pew talk that's we're not sorry we're we're focused oh oh yeah you, you got off got off of our outline it's okay paul i did the same thing off the outline. you but, and i are in the same boat but again that's what surrounded by water that's what I'm. Yep. I always. I have to try and remind myself. Sometimes this is not a like Bible study podcast. This is people who are interacting with God's word and talking and and, and talking about it. Like the goal of this podcast is to model what it could look like for you in your homes. Have conversations around God's words. And yeah, sometimes you're gonna talk about manure, manure, <laughs> or you're gonna you're gonna learn that that figs are are inverted flowers that are pollinated by wasps crawling inside and dying <laughs> maybe we'll bring things to try sometime there you go yeah, I mean, I, I kind i'm of... never gonna eat a newton again not that i need a newton <laughs> I haven't yeah. ate, who was what's the last time you ate a fig newton honestly i haven't had one probably quite a while years, yeah they still exist yep. yeah they still do. made by nestle i think they even have like off ransom i think the well, last i think all the has them yeah <laughs> they're gluten free now oh no, they're no. Not. i bought them for the rest of the family oh. <laughs> i didn't eat them when, when <laughs> did you buy them i bought them i don't know i think I bought them once for the, them kids for the kids to try, to try yeah. okay. and then I was starving one day at work last year, so and someone had one, and I ate one, and then I was like, "Oh, I remember why I don't like these." And at <laughs> the time, I was wasps. hungry. Yeah. Yep, that was it. Maybe even, that's why they're that's why they're crunchy. crunchy. Uh, no, crunchy? they're that's not why they're crunchy. They have seeds. They've got seeds inside. But now every and bugs and, and dead wasps. And wasps. And wasps. The wasps. <laughs> not wisps. The wasps. Anyways, peace out. Should we say fix? Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this week. We pray that the Holy Spirit has used this time to focus you in on the one thing that you can practice this week as you live out your faith in your family and in your community. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with a friend. If you would like to support the work that God is doing through Trinity Fremont, you can text a donation to 1-844-353-5782 or you can give online at www.trinitymontana.org.
Fremont.com slash donate.